0: We're in the middle of the Mimer. Before going further, just to give a little bit of a synopsis and some clarity, bez Hashem. So we're going to elaborate a little bit. We're speaking about the difference between a name and a light. And we're explaining that they're extremely different. A name tells us nothing about that which carries the name. Unless, again, as we're going to talk about even more soon, unless you know how to unlock the code that's in the name but if one doesn't, so then there's nothing that the name tells us. If you were to hear about someone, and the only thing you heard about them is their name, that would tell you nothing about them. When you meet someone, so then they project a certain energy automatically, and that's the oyer of the person. And obviously when we talk about Hashem, the oyer of Hashem is when automatically, when you encounter something, it tells you something about Hashem. As we said, creation really, sings shira Hashem. What that means is that wherever a person looks, everything in their own unique way tells the person looking, the onlooker, something about their maker, something about their creator. So if you see strength in creation, then you know about Hashem's Kaya you know about Hashem's strength. You see beauty in creation, you see the teferis of Hashem. You see wisdom in creation, you know that Hashem is wise. So everything in creation tells us something about Hashem. It's brought in some Svarim that in capital Chavtes, we talk about Kailash Hashem Bahadur, Ko'il Hashem bakoyach. We're talking about this voice of creation, of the universe, where there are seven kailas in that capital because there are seven spheres that are invested in our world. And what that means is, there are seven character traits of Hashem, And if a person looks around the world, these seven character traits are going to be told to the person by creation itself. They're going to tell the person about Hashem, as opposed to a name that tells us nothing. Now, there are certain parts of creation, as we said, that are daimim, that are quiet. They don't tell us anything about Hashem, but they have this name. So, what is this name? So, what we're explaining is the name is not which is automatically and involuntarily projected, the name really has the answer to the essence of that which is called by the name. Which means when you encounter someone and you see their energy as we spoke about, you are learning about them and a lot about them, but you're not learning about their essence. They may not even know about their essence. The essence comes out specifically when there's hardship, when there's challenge. That's when the essence of the person is going to come out and that is hinted to in the name. That is within the name. But again, we don't necessarily know it from the name. But the name has the key to the essence of the person. Not to the light of the person, but to the essence of the person. And that's what we explained. Golos is an investment. It's Hashem planting. Hashem plants Yidin. In Golos, in order to reveal the essence. The essence of everything. The essence of the Yid, the essence of the world it's an investment. So there's a temporary loss in order to have an infinite gain, which is to find the essence, that which is hidden, that which is not available automatically and easily accessible, which is Oyer. Now we're going to explain more about that the Rebbe Ma'arash explains and as we said the Rebbe is quoting all the Rabbim bringing all the Rabbim into the Mimer because as we know Shvi is Shvi Rishain, which means within the Rebbe there's the Alter Rebbe there's the Mittler Rebbe it's an entire wholesome concept the concept of Chabad starting from Chachma through Malchus through the Rebbe and again the Rebbe carries all of them so the Rebbe brings the Rebbe Marash. So the Chazal tell us that Hashem traveled a 500-year journey in order to acquire a name. What does that mean? Now again, based on our mind, we're already understanding, a name is, is a lot, means a lot. Again, a name is that code to the essence. The name is a revelation of something much deeper than light is. Once again, where is revelation? That's an oyer. That's what oyer is. Oyer is, as we said, that expression of the self that's automatic. It's not limited. There's no intentional constraint and I should mention now, I think we mentioned this in another shear, the difference between between and shame. So let's say when someone projects their their themselves, so you're getting their aura. How about when they start talking to someone, they start talking to you and telling you a specific thing that you should understand, that's already not aura, that's shefa. It's not name either. It's shefa. It's an intentional, specific, tailored Hashpa'a, that the, the giver wants to give, the recipient. That's not ayir ayir is infinite. It's the infinite expression. But again, it's not the essence. You can know so much about the one projecting from the projection. You can know so much about the one projecting from the projection. When someone looks at the light, they can know so much about where that light is coming from, whether it's a well, can- whether it's the light of a candle, the light of a torch, the light of the moon, or the light of the sun. So the light tells you so much about the one that's projecting that light, the ma'ar. This difference tells you where it's coming from. So if you just encounter the air you must probably know what's behind that air. Is there a candle here? Is there a torch here? Is this the moonlight? Or is it the sunlight? Once again, just from knowing a name, you know nothing about the person. At least the average person knows nothing about the person. And I should mention, in other Maimari Basi Lagani and in many places in this it talks about Rabbi Meir. That it says Rabbi Meir would ask a person's name and then would treat that person or maybe mistreat that person based on their name because he knew from the name. Who they really are, what their essence is. And again, not what they naturally project, but what their essence is. And uh, this has to do with Rameir. Meir means to shine, and it's going to be act- actually very important to our Maimir. He shined on the name and was then able to see the essence. It says about Rameir that in his, his Sefer Torah, it doesn't say Kosnas Eyr, clothing of skin, but it says Kosnas Eyr with an Aleph, meaning to say he was able to see through everything. That's Rameir. So Rav Meir was able to see in the name, the essence. But the average person, not Rav Meir, not Adam Arishain, and not obviously a Rebbe that also sees in a name an essence. So the average person knows nothing from a name. The name tells us nothing. So many people have the exact same name. And they're so different. You don't know anything from a name. The people that carry the same name are so different in their personality. So, if I would tell you, oh, this person is such a snare, you wouldn't understand what that means. That doesn't tell me anything. Even the name of the species, which seemingly tells us more, so you say he's a human being, that tells you a lot. He's a Adam. I tell you the personal individual name tells me nothing. But if I tell you the species, I tell you it's a lion, I tell you havdil. It's a Adam that L'Chairah is telling us something, but really it's not. We happen to know what human means, what Adam means, but the name Alev, Dalid Mem, we don't know anything about the human being. And Hashem praises Adam Arishain and so to speak, brags about him to the Malachim that Adam Arishain was able to do this. And what that tells us is that one cannot easily access this because we, we praise Adam Mauritian, we talk about his wisdom that he was able to see in the lion its name. And again the connection between the lion down here and its origin, its essence. But this is not again easily accessible to the average person. <speaking in Hebrew> Adam says, Hashem, you are called Adnai, because you are, again, he gave him a name, and he says what that name tells us about Hashem, that Hashem is the Adan, Hashem is the master of the universe. Again, and this is something that only Adam was able to do. There's more to say, in Hashem in the coming Sherem, we'll go more into this. Ella, Yes, it's true that shame seemingly tells us nothing, and Ur tells us almost everything, but there is still an advantage of shame over Ur. I'm Shchikalvi, and we'll meet Hashem in the next year.